Hey guys, I want to give you an update on something I've been doing for weeks. Okay, so when, um, I don't know how you even say it, the the pandemic began Mm -hmm. and people started going home, people were sent home, um, our our building here cleared out as well. And um, <laughs> but we weren't sent home. Yeah. Not us. We've been the only, only ones here. three idiots have stayed. <laughs> <laughs> We've had the run of the place. It's yeah. going to be weird when people do come back for us, isn't it? We've had the run of the place. Well, I mean, we're not the only ones. There are like three others that are still working with us. So, like, building, yeah. far away. Like, hey. I mean, socially distanced and yes. responsibly so. Anyway, um, our friend Brandy, who works with us, feeds this cat here oh, the parking lot and cat. The, the parking lot cat a very pretty cat who's very wild except that she's fed on the daily here and so when she, brandy left she was like jody can you i know you're an animal lover will you feed the cat i'm like absolutely you tell everybody uh, it's the cat's name the cat's name is m- m- mr Meowgia. <laughs> wait mr Meowgi. mr Meowgi. although we don't know if it's a girl or a boy so yeah. play on the movie yeah yeah Karate Kid. Okay, yeah. so Mr. Miyagi, I'm feeding. And Mr. Miyagi is wildish. You know, when I, when I go out there, I make the noises. You know, I, yeah. I call the cat. And then I shake the bag. Come get it. You know, all that. And at first, he, she would stay pretty far away and watch me. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was This new. isn't my regular You're person. Brandy. And I would shake it in there and talk sweet and walk away. Well, I'm going to tell you over these months, that cat is up on me now. Mm. I was putting the food in there and she was rubbing my legs Aww. yesterday. Oh, really? And so I reached down for a pet, but watch out. A feral cat is still a feral cat. You know how cats like to punch? Yeah. I reached down and I was talking sweet and she just punched me. Wow, really? Yeah. I think I got it. You know how cats can be. They have to be in control of everything. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. A little pet's okay, but a, a, a little too aggressive, and she just let me know who was wow. boss. Yeah. It's so exciting and cute, well, though, I think what it? she needs to remember is who's got the food. Nah, that's right. <laughs> but, you know, that that cat has been here for, for like years. six or seven years now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how, who else thinks that they're the only one feeding this cat. Yeah, that you cat know, might be making out like a bandit. Yeah. It's true. There's a lot of different kinds of foods around. Mm-hmm. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody, as your Hollywood outsider. Yeah, first one of the morning. Plus, your most fond memories of your dad, whether he's still in your life or not. Okay, we're going to crack that one open first. (laughs) Next. Father's Day is this weekend, and I've said it my whole life, and I will always say it. Dads are kings. If you're a dad, you have no idea the power you have. You're a king in the life of your children. Um, and that's for the good and the bad. That's if you, yeah. you know, are not present or if you, it speaks volumes to them. Mm-hmm. And every little thing that you do yeah. speaks volumes. Every little good thing, every time you make them laugh, it's ginormous. You have power that you're not aware of. That's what I mean when I say dads are kings. Yeah. And um, today and tomorrow leading up to Father's Day, we want to open the phones to you, open our Facebook and Instagram to you, um, 877-310-4MSJ for you to... Um, Share with us your favorite dad memory. And that can be anything. It can be something funny. It can be something powerful or just a funny little special story. Mm-hmm. You may not even think of it until I've asked you that question. 
Because yeah. it's hard to, like, I can't tell you one favorite, but I can tell you things that stand out to me that were super special. Yeah, I can't name one thing. Oh, I can name a few of them that just, but they're, because my dad, all, it's it's my dad's antics that usually were hilarious. I knew you would say that, Murphy, he and was, I want to celebrate. He's my father-in-law. I love him. Yeah. So how about it? Well, you want to drop one? I mean, when we were we were kids, what he would do is if, if everybody was focused on something, he would sneak up behind and, like, touch you on the calf or, you know, just little things like yeah. you would think there was a bug or scary or something like that. Like that those were his kind of things and, and that's he was his he, way. he had the trick ice cubes that he would put in the glass so that we would think that there were flies in the water you know i mean just <laughs> it's all goofy stuff yeah. but i love my dad you know for for doing all of those funny things because but, i don't know it is special and well, you remember it he made he made you laugh which is a way of loving you mm-hmm. and he you know that's his way of adding you know Letting you be a child, yeah. adding that to your childhood, adding fun. He wasn't Mr. Banks from Mary Poppins. Well, and he, al- too serious. he also taught me to take care of you know things like the, whether it's a lawnmower or you know equipment or something like mm-hmm. that. He took pride in those things and showed me how to take care of them. And I think that that instilled right. a lot in me also. Okay, so Sam, I'll give you a little while. I'll give you a lot, like an hour to think of something. Okay? okay, and you can share it on the way. But we do want to hear from you. What's your favorite dad memory something he taught you or just a little something that you knew was special between the two of you 877-310-4MSJ coming up Jody has your Hollywood Outsider Jody's Hollywood Outsider so there's been a big question mark for you regarding Kelly Clarkson filing for divorce let's try ching, ching, ching. fill that this in for Kelly Oki this week Everybody's saying, yeah, maybe it's about her uh, soon-to-be ex-husband. Maybe it is. Okay, the deal is she filed for divorce last week, and even friends and family were shocked. Everybody felt like she and Brandon Oh, good, Black so it stopped. wasn't just me. It wasn't just you, Sam. That Everybody thought they were so strong, and yeah. the deal is they are really good friends, but apparently they both work so much that their marriage has changed a lot and their marriage is more like they're just friends. And it is true what you heard that they were, I and mean, Kelly even confirmed it, they were in close quarters during quarantine yeah. in a cabin in Montana, and it was nuts. She's back like in it LA just now. Brought everything, not just cabin fever, but challenging. Everything kind of just brought it to a head. So they decided, you know what? No time like the present, no time like this pandemic to say, okay. We need to change course. So, do here. we know if he's still producing the show and her manager? I and all don't that? know that specifically. Mm-hmm. I almost would expect them to still work together. Yeah. I think she probably trusts him very much with her professional life, and they will remain friends because they do have children together. And I think you'll see her do that very well. In fact, knowing Kelly Clarkson, she's going to talk about it the next time she goes live on her show. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, got some Facebook uh, questions from uh, Jody's facebook live yesterday all the ones you couldn't get to especially about self-checkout or not to self-checkout share your favorite dad memories or just special things about your dad on our facebook page and of course you can reach out to us also 877-310-4msj Okay, I went Facebook Live the other day from the car again, and we had a really good time. We talked about dads being kings and, you know, what are you doing for your dad? But we also touched on Walmart testing out in one store, um, in the whole nation, only one store, um, nothing but self-checkout. Yeah. Like, if you really want someone to check you out, like a cashier, you have to go ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing this to be COVID-friendly in this world where, you know, 
They want to test and see if it doesn't spread, right? They're doing it to be COVID friendly, but they've been inching their way to this for a long time. I agree. I agree. You know, I, I will never forget. And it wasn't Walmart. It was a. It was like I think a Target where I was standing in line for a mm-hmm. cashier one day. This is not long ago, months ago. And the manager goes, "Ma'am, you can self check out over here." And I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I wanted to say I don't do it. Yeah. I don't want to. I think I did say I don't want to. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, so there was a lot of action on this. Angela says, I don't like it. Oh, I'm sorry. Angela says, I like it because you can bag things that you weigh the way you want it. Bingo! Yeah, and they haven't cut jobs. They've moved those workers to grocery store pickup. Yeah. Right. Which I guess is true because more yeah. curbside is being done. Speaking of it, Yvonne, I'm enjoying my curbside. Don't think I'll, I'll do anything else anymore. Mm-hmm. So right. loving yeah, the right. delivery it, or pickup. And I love, I mean, obviously the curbside will always require there be people. Yeah. And so that's great, you know. Monica says and chimed in, I like it better, meaning self-checkout. One less person to pass on infections. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is what they've said is part of the reason that they're trying. Yeah. And we'll see. Why do you like it, Sam? Because Control uh, freak. it's quick and I don't have to deal with lines usually. People. Yeah, I'm people. I know. I mean, I got my cashiers I like. Good. I'm glad. And Laura, I don't like it because I believe it will take away jobs and it takes away a personal experience. All right. You know, it's going to be split down the middle. Mm -hmm. You know this, right? Maybe one one day we'll get the perfect amount of cashiers and self-checkouts. Yeah. (laughs) And if you missed Jody's Facebook Live, of course, it still lives on our Facebook page right now. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody always says uh, the way to dad's heart is through his stomach. Mm-hmm. Snacky yes. daddy ideas coming up next. Quickest way to dad's heart, if you don't know what to get him, through his tummy. So log on and get our snacky daddy recipes at murphysamandjody.com. I'm so excited about these. Um <laughs> I've always loved that. Look, from when, oh, they're all when easy I, to make. Yeah, they're like mixes, puppy chow, Sam's firecrackers recipes oh, on yeah, there. Yeah. My seven layer bars, which I haven't made those in years. Murphy, do you remember how good they are? It's been a while. Oh. I don't really remember them. Oh, uh-huh. graham crackers on the well bottom. played, Murphy. <laughs> um, like coconut and dark chocolate chips and butterscotch, and then you like drizzle. Um, conde- sweetened condensed milk. Ew, wow. It's ridiculous. It's so good. It's ridiculous. It's a sugar overload. Anyway, when I was a little girl. My dad was sitting in his big chair. My dad had his big chair. It was his chair. Okay. Anyway, he was sitting in his chair, and he he said, when are you going to go make me something, learn how to make me something? I was a little girl, and he wanted me to make him something. And I was like, okay. And so I went in the kitchen and started making stuff for him. And slowly but surely, I learned how to make cake. And I made a cake for him. Hmm. That's I learned early about that trick of gifting somebody something that you make for them. So anyway, we I mean, the- to me, those are generally the best gifts anyway, right? Mm-hmm. I, for Mother's Day and Father's Day, the, the, the handmade stuff. Yeah, I mean, chances are, we talk about gifts all the time, and I know you guys love flashlights, but there's nothing like just going to spend some time telling stories, visiting, yeah. and if you want to bring a little something, then bring something from your kitchen. So that's what these are for. Or if you don't have any kitchen game, bring him his favorite snacks. Murphy is the biggest snacker. He mm-hmm. buys his own snacks. Did you tell Sam about your chips? No, I didn't. So I think you mentioned in the food dude a couple of weeks ago about Pringles having the Reuben flavored chips. Uh, yeah, they were Gross. Reuben chips. Yeah, they're good. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. I got the yeah, cheddar they're... for Jody. No, they're great. It's, it's funny. Jody had that same reaction. Uh-huh. Reuben sandwiches are well, the thing, man. Even the cashier, you know, asked me. She says, "Are these good?" I'm like, "I don't know, but I'm going to find out." <laughs> I can tell you, I'm a guy that loves a Reuben. So yeah, I think a Reuben is very polarizing. You either love it or you don't. Yeah. So that yeah, I is wouldn't it, even try them. I didn't the, try the chips. Is it the sauerkraut or is it the you know the, on the sandwich? Or the, it's the sauerkraut. Beef? 
Okay. It's Can't all of it. Can't take that stuff. I love it. Anyway, Snacky Daddy recipes. Go get them now uh, for this weekend at murphysamandjody.com. Hey, coming up, memories. Not the Maroon 5 song. Oh, no. Memories we of dad. want to hear your most thoughtful, funny memories, whether you still have your dad in your life mm-hmm. or not, as we get you going towards Father's Day this weekend. Coming to you on the way, 877-310-4MSJ. Come join us for another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast later today. We do, we've got a new one every single day. Um, and we're opening up the phones for you today and tomorrow leading up to Father's Day for you to just share with us and tell us your your favorite memory of your dad. And that mm-hmm. means if he's, you know, still around in your life and you're lucky for that or you lost him, you know, um, you, you've got a favorite dad memory, whether it's something funny or touching. Sam, you want to spill it? Um, I think when Murphy had mentioned earlier about his dad being the practical joker. Yeah, he it, was. That reminds me of my, the stuff my dad would do. My dad, and don't gross out here, but he had a, a, a fake tooth, mm-hmm. like in the middle up top. Yeah. And it had like a bridge or whatever. And so, and he could take it out. Uh, and that was his... Stick. His stick. Yeah. He would take it out whenever I, it was time to meet somebody. If I would like introduce a girlfriend him, or something. Or a friend from school. It's like, uh, hey, this is my dad. And he would smile with the tooth missing and go, that's hey, I'm Sam's dad. How are you doing? such a dad joke thing. And I'd have to say, that, that's a fake tooth. He's got a real tooth. Yeah. He, he just, he's got to put it back in. That's but so yeah. funny. And, and, I've, and that sounds like something you would do. I've, totally. I've, I've tried to temper myself, but I can't. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a fake tooth, but I've tried to temper to not be cornball dad or do dad jokes whenever a f- the kids' friends are around. Yeah. I try to be like- You're just put, aware. Put up a good front like, hey, I'm. oh, I like your dad. He's nice. But I always wind up- Because you're being yourself. But that's all it's right. Okay. Put a yourself. cornball joke. And you know what? Even if they grimace, they love it. Yeah, they do. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. You know, one of my favorite grandfather moments because I think about him, and I haven't thought about this memory in a long time. Although I think both of you know this, when we were little, my grandfather was that do-it-yourselfer. He made anything, and he mm-hmm. took a cardboard box that a refrigerator came in one time. Mm, those are the best. And he tied a rope to it in a piece of wood mm. and flattened it out wide open and. Hooked it up to the, to the back of the riding lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, that is the kind now, of country stuff we did. And Mr. Safety was born. But let me explain that you know the blade wasn't running, obviously. <laughs> it was just the mower moving. But he would just slowly take us around the backyard, and that thing would drag along, and it was fun. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, were that's the five, best. six years old. But yeah. It, yeah. It's, but you see, it stuck with me all these years. I love that. My grandfather made a um, fort for us out of a refrigerator box, but yeah. we... We're inside for some reason. <laughs> okay. We love- those things don't hold up in the rain very well either. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Uh, coming up next, though, Elizabeth, your favorite dad memory. Let's keep it going. 877 310 msj coming to you next. Father's Day this weekend. We want to hear about your favorite dad memories. 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Elizabeth. Hey, I listen to you guys every morning. I wanted to call in and share my fondest memory. Go for it. Um, it involves my dad, and he's still alive, but he yeah. lives in Indiana, and I live in Georgia. Yeah. So I don't get to see him very often, but mm-hmm. he was in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the Air Force, and um, I was daddy's girl. Oh, yeah. I used to always go to the races with him, ride on the back of the motorcycle, everything with him. Nice. But my fondest memory is, like, we would have a, a garage, and he would be in the house, and mm-hmm. we had a little 
um, intercom system set up in there. Love it. And he would be in the house and he would talk to us and everything. Mm. And um, he, he eventually got stationed to Turkey um, for a year. And we weren't able to go. Right. Um, but he sent me a letter one time and he said, I wish I had an intercom over here to be able to talk to you. Oh. So that just meant so much to me. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's up in age. He's in his 70s. Yeah. And um, I just miss him so much. But that's I just always remember that. Yeah, that's so sweet. Do you do you talk to? Does he like FaceTime you or yeah. anything like that? No, unfortunately, he probably doesn't even know how. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but we do talk on the phone quite a bit. Yeah. So he's he's special to me. My mom passed away twenty years ago. Yeah. Um. So he's all I have left. Right. But um. Yeah. That was just I. I love it. I enjoy it. And I wish I still had that intercom. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. I feel you, Elizabeth. Yeah. If you have good parents, if you have parents who really love you, you you, you win in life. You know? That's right. That is so true. It is. But yes. It starts there. But well, like I said, I love your show. I listen to it every day. So Thank, thank you, Elizabeth. you. Call us anytime. I love your voice. Oh, thank you so much. Right. Have a good <laughs> one. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Right. That reminds me, I've not had fun lately with the broadcast part of Google and Amazon Echo lately. Because, you know, that's really an intercom. If you yes, think about it. That's it is. today's intercom, you know. Yeah. You drop in, you know. Whatever makes you happy. Dads are kings. <laughs> and we love to hear from you about your favorite memory with your dad. Okay? Something funny or thoughtful. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Tell you if Kristen Stewart is the right actress to play Princess Diana because she might just be doing it. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It's big news for actress Kristen Stewart that um, some people might not feel so excited about. Now, she is really good. and she She's first- the happiest actress in Hollywood. What do you mean? She never smiles. Okay, well, maybe she you miss it. Maybe she smiles and you don't see it. Yeah. She first made a name for herself in the Twilight series. Jacob, what are you doing? I'm here to she warn She didn't smile a lot there either. She's, You're right. Yeah. Although she had a lot to smile about. Okay, Kristen Stewart is set to play Princess Diana. Like the, drama the real Princess Spencer. Diana? According to Variety, she's going to cover a critical weekend in the early 90s where Diana decided that her marriage to Prince Charles wasn't working and she made these pivotal decisions. Has this been okay by the family? Does it have to be? Does Hollywood moves, that moves in Hollywood have to be well, approved by the, the family? I don't think so. biopic if that's what it it's is. not an official biopic. Ah. It's, it's a... It's the drama, Spencer, and she's going to be a part of that one episode as Princess Diana. And guess Lifetime. what? She is, no, she is so good. She doesn't get enough credit for being able to do anything because everybody sees her as the vampire lover girl. Mm-hmm. But I think she will rock that, and um, production is expected to start early next year. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, you know, Disney's not open until next month, but Dollywood is open now. Shout out. We'll let you know what they're doing to keep everybody safe. All right, you guys heard the news that Dollywood opened yesterday? Again, reopened, baby. Hmm. So Dollywood opened up before Disney World reopened, huh? Yes. They're in mid-July, right? Yeah. Sorry about you. No, it's not a competition. No, it isn't. Okay, so, but they've opened with 700 different operational changes designed to protect park goers, you, me, 
uh, from COVID-19. See, yeah. this, I, a I'm, lot. I'm interested to hear this because it's fascinating to me, the planning that has to go into that. Sure. You have to think of, you this, have to walk around are, that park and think of everything you, you could do. Yeah. And Disney's going to have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. What have they done differently? Um, well, th- I don't have all 700, but... Oh, darn. Thank God. Apparently, when you when you walk in, you're going to undergo some sort of health screening, including a temperature check. We yeah. all know that. Uh, visitors over the age of three expected to wear masks. It doesn't mm. mean you have to leave it on the exact... The whole time. Because I can't imagine being on a roller coaster with it on. But then again... And don't they have shows there? They do. The shows, We're, they couldn't have masks on while they're singing, um, well, no, no, no indoor shows during the ah, first phase. Gotcha. And this is the first phase of Dollywood reopening. I love Dollywood. My favorite parts of it, just it's hard to pick. Murphy loves the food the most. And there will be no buffets. Well, look, I mean, the, the, the way that they handle, it's the Disney experience. And I know they probably don't want to be you know, compared to that. No, because they don't. they're two competing companies. But they, they deliver that same full, you know, big, mm. larger-than-life experience. Ah, and it's got something for everybody, yeah. literally, literally, and big coasters and oh, sweet little kids. The stuff. coasters going to be like every other seat. Yes, or? coasters will be spaced out. Yeah, you still enjoy yeah. them. Um, outdoor music will still be a, a plenty mm. with spaced seating, and there'll be hand sanitizer stations all over the park, mm-hmm. all over the park. And a lot of it is just being there. You know, my, one of my other little favorite places on the on the um, property. <laughs> There's a replica of the house she grew up in. I've told you about that. Yeah. It is so sweet. Why is it not the real house? I don't know. Maybe Because the real house house is still standing Ah, somewhere. That's right. You're right. Um, So it's a replica and you're looking at it behind glass and you're like, oh my gosh, this is where she grew up. They're probably going to have to put fewer people up there, though. You'll have to be six feet apart if you're walking up, you know. Still worth it because you know what? It'll work because not a lot of people are people are still going to be slow to get out. Phase one people will be there, and then they know they'll know what to do. Three things to know today. Number one, quarantine weight gain. We all know it. What's it called? The quarantine quarantine fifteen. That's for adults. Apparently, (laughs) it applies to kids too. Most kids around the country. With all the snacking and less yeah, activity, yeah. I've put on, are you ready for this, an average of seven pounds on a kid Man. when your metabolism is as high as it's ever going to be? Mm-hmm. Look out. You know, as things start to reopen, get moving and <laughs> get better habits. Okay. Uh, number two today, forget about ordering a drink on some of your favorite airlines, you know, because boozing it up while you fly might be a thing of the past for now anyway, really? due to COVID. American Airlines- huh. Delta are the top of the list. Major airlines who say part of the widespread revision safety protocols for the COVID-19 world is limiting, like limiting Mm. or knocking out alcohol altogether. What about the biscottis? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There'll probably still be, maybe you'll get extra biscottis. Okay. And number three today, how much fun is this? Gwen Stefani in the news. She is heading back as a coach on The Voice for season 19. She'll join Blake, her fiancé, Kelly Clarkson, and John Legend. She'll replace Nick Jonas. Jonas didn't last too long, did he? Well, he's got other things to do. And look, the show loves her. The chemistry is right. Three things for you to know today. On the way, if you've no idea what to give... To your dad or, mm-hmm. or the dad in your life for Father's Day. Maybe you don't have to give anything. Some ideas of what to do coming up. Uh, Food Dude is on the way next. Going to let you know the impossible thing Burger King has done with breakfast. <laughs> Sam 
always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. Burger King has now added an impossible croissant. Well, that's, they, that's, started, that's they, start, the, they started with the Impossible Burger. Yeah, the Impossible Whopper. Now they've moved on to the Impossible Croissant. Which is a vegan uh, choice, well, right? Yeah. Okay. Here, it here's a, it's, it's a vegan patty made from the Impossible Food sausage. Okay. The thing is, when they put it on the croissant, or the croissant, uh, it has <laughs> eggs and cheese with it, and the croissant's buttered, so it's not really it's not a, vegan. a vegan sandwich. It's a well, vegan piece of meat. Or vegan-ish meat, but it, the rest of the sandwich is not vegan. Sure. So, so it's I'd, debate. It's a de- yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just keep that in just mind. Just know that it's there. Um, well, they, they didn't call it the vegan croissant sandwich. They no, called it the impossible, impossible croissant right, sandwich. Right, right, yeah. Right. So technically, yeah, Got we're it. safe there. Uh, Arby's is now selling sweet potato waffle fries. You know how much we all love Chick-fil-A's waffle fries? Mm-hmm. Well, Arby's is now doing sweet potato Chick-fil-A fries. Okay. I mean, sweet potato <laughs> waffle fries. Okay. I smell a lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> for Father's Day this weekend, you may want to swing into Denny's because Denny's for Dad is offering uh, bacon bouquets. Oh. 12 slices of bacon wrapped up in a nice little piece of paper. That's it looks funny. like a flower bouquet. That's funny. You know, Dad would love a bacon bouquet. Yes, it's true. Quick way to Dad's heart is bacon. And uh, Oreo and Chips Ahoy coming out for the 4th of July with American cookies. The Oreo cookie is a little much because there's red cream, white cream, and blue, blue cream, cream in the middle. So it's like a triple decker oh. inside. Oh, you're saying it's stacked up like yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Too much cream. That is a lot of cream. And the Chips Ahoy is just the, the red, blue, and red, white, and blue chips. I happen to think that Oreos and Chips Ahoy are already America's cookie. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Well, they do yeah. something for every season. So good. For the Olympics, for everything else. Yeah. Anyway, those are on the shelves right now. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's got another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, more on dads. Father's Day is this weekend. Dads are king. But if you have no idea what to get him and he has everything, tell you what to do next. Father's Day is this weekend and you can continue to share with us uh, the sweetest memories that your dad ever gave you. You know, um, whether he's around anymore or he is not, there's something that stands out to you, whether it's funny or thoughtful or incredible that he did for you. You know, and one of the it'd funny be a good things, time to share it. Murphy used to always talk about this one, and um, it, necess- it wasn't necessarily one of your safest things. What? But um, when you used to, when the girls were younger, Phoebe and Taylor, yeah. you used to drive them. Was it backwards down the street? Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, we need to clarify that the, the, the street was empty. It. it was completely empty. There, there would not, there was not a possibility of a car being behind me when I did this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would get in and just kind of, you know, back out you the know, driveway, right? Exactly, in reverse, and say, "Okay, we're going to go to McDonald's backwards." And of course, I mean, I wouldn't go more than right. five or six feet or something. But it would be like just they... enough to make them laugh, <laughs> just enough to make them fall for it. it was and turning it was, the car into a ride. It was very really slow funny. speed anyway. Yeah. So. And they will never oh, I know forget that. that. Yeah, yeah. I that's don't recommend fun. that one. I mean, that's one of those that's like professional driver, you know, Look, controlled track. Yeah, a dad being fun is such a gift because dad is also so often he has the weight of being that serious leader mm-hmm. too, you know. And so for to dad flip it and to, for for dads to be fun is so important. Yeah. I really believe that. I do. I I was around some. Father figures, and my, my dad was fun, but not 
you know, he was 20, 30, 40% fun, and the rest of the time he was serious. <laughs> you know, the, I've, I've been around dads who have 0% fun. I've been around oh, father figures oh. who were 0% fun. <laughs> and it just sucks the life out of you, and it sucks the energy out of the room. Yeah. Because dads have so much power for right. whatever reason. Um, I bring it back up, the whole dad thing, because we do want to hear from you. Um, 877-310-4MSJ. But, you know, with all the gift ideas floating around and, oh, it'd be great to gift this. There's all that pressure to give him the perfect thing. There's no such thing as the perfect thing. You know, and if, if your dad is hard to buy for or he has everything, like Murphy, like Murphy has everything he wants, mm-hmm. thanks to Amazon and shopping and Best Buy and Office Depot. <clears throat> well. But, you do. But... The best thing to do is just make time for him. Go spend time with him. If he's around, go talk, bring him something to eat. I don't know, whatever. Bring him a flashlight. That that would work too. (laughs) All right, let's hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Kim Kardashian has found herself another way to make some money. She is launching her own podcast. Kimcast? She's going, probably. Mm. There you go. You should work for the marketing Gave department, that one Sam. Away. <laughs> it's said to be a true crime investigative podcast. You know, she's studying oh. to become a lawyer, and she wants to focus on criminal justice reform. I just figured if I know more about the system, I can do more for the system, and that's just the type of person that I am. It's, it well, really, it's, like Kimmy fans are going to want her to talk about clothing and yeah. tummy tucks and fillers and things like that. She doesn't want to do that. Uh, she's about trying to help people, you know be freed if they are serving time for a crime they did not commit Mm -hmm. so that's what she's advocating for and still uh, working on becoming an attorney for mrs kardashian west up to date with jody's hollywood outsider love having you along jump in 877-310-4msj hey nikki how are you Hello, I'm great. How are you guys? We're good. Awesome. Good deal. I just want to tell you, I do love listening to you guys every morning. It is such a pleasure to hear you, your your banter and, and all the fun. Thank you. Um, Jody, you had said I, you'd mentioned something about Father's Day just now that I heard, and so mm-hmm. my question is, mm-hmm. how do you celebrate, uh, or what do you do for a Father's Day when your dad just passed away in March? Mm. I think you do what's right for you. I don't think you overplan it, right? This is this this is you. This just happened. Yes, yes. Oh, is how old was he? He was almost seventy four. He would have been seventy four on June first. I think that there's no right answer to that question. <laughs> um, N- N- uh, Nikki, my dad passed away in March too, and what oh. I what I did was like for Father's Day, just kind of focused on my mom that first year. Yeah. So it's like I, you know, called her to see how she was feeling, what she was thinking. Right. Had a few laughs. Okay. What did you guys normally do on Father's Day? Well, actually, I've been away from home for about two years, and thankfully, I got to listen to you guys there. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, so this is my first. Yeah. Father's Day back home. Mm. It's going to be difficult either way. Sure. I just wasn't sure what to do or how to approach it. I don't think you can over plan. Don't, try, don't give it so much weight. You know what I mean? It might be okay. You yeah. might end up visiting with family and telling stories about him. And that kind of is your own therapy. Yeah. That kind of feeds your soul. I will definitely see if I can do that. That would be great. There's yeah. nothing like good therapy. You don't have to make it so serious because you'll end yeah. up telling the, the fun stories too. I was going to say, it doesn't have to all be sad because you know somebody's going to bust out a few funny stories and True. lead to more funny stories. And, yeah. you, you know, you'll come out feeling okay. It's been really difficult, but 
I know he's he's better now. Well, see, there you go. You're on your well, way to this weekend. <laughs> thank you guys so much. And I just love listening to you guys. Thank you, Thanks, Nikki. Nikki. We appreciate Hang the in. call, Nikki. Yep. I remember that when my mom passed. Mother's Day was literally three weeks after mm. my mom passed away. Yeah. And it was... It was challenging, but we just focused on my dad, and we yeah. told stories it's and like therapeutic to yeah. talk about it mm-hmm. together. Yeah. All right, eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Sam's got music news. You know, Jody, since you were talking about Dolly Dollywood reopening up, uh, yeah, I, I, my music news story is about Dolly as well. She's got a new uh, book coming out called "Song Teller: My Life and Lyrics." Working 175 stories about 175 songs. This wow. is like a behind the lyrics, wow. behind yes. the music of each of the songs. Dude. It's going to have the lyrics of the songs and then personal stories about why she wrote it, what it meant. All First that one I'm going stuff. to is Jolene. Yeah, Maybe. I figured that one. You know, that we could, all know what that's about, but That still. could be a late Father's Day gift. I mean, if, if you if you know a dad who's really into Dolly. Hint, hint. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know. I, I love Phoebe that. would steal that from Books you, like that, I mean, to me now, it's really funny how the music ages and then the stories become as important as the songs. Mm-hmm. Because the music means something to you. Yeah. yeah. It does and mean something to you, so you always want more. It will uh, definitely be a late Father's Day gift because it comes out November 17th. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Sucker. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Coming up, want to hear your best memories of Dad. Whether Dad's still with us or, you know, he may have passed. Or if it's funny or thoughtful, you just never know the one that makes you think, oh, I love this man. 877-310-4MSJ. Come join us for another Murphy, Sam & Jody after the show podcast later today. We've got a new one every single day. Um, And we're opening up the phones for you today and tomorrow leading up to Father's Day for you to just share with us and tell us your your favorite memory of your dad. And that Mm -hmm. means if he's you know, still around in your life and you're lucky for that or you lost him. You know, um, you, you've got a favorite dad memory, whether it's something funny or touching. Sam, you want to spill it? Um, I think when Murphy had mentioned earlier about his dad being the practical joker. Yeah, he it, was. That reminds me of my, the stuff my dad would do. My dad, and don't gross out here, but he had a, a, a fake tooth, mm-hmm. like in the middle up top. Yeah. And it had like a bridge or whatever. And so, and he could take it out. Uh, and that was his stick. His stick. Yeah, he would take it out whenever I, it was time to meet somebody. If I would like introduce a girlfriend him, or something, or a friend from school. It's like, uh, hey, this is my dad, and he would smile with the tooth missing and go, that's "Hey, I'm Sam's dad. How are you doing?" Such a dad joke thing. And I'd have to say that, that's a fake tooth. He's got a real tooth. Yeah. He, he just he's got to put it back in. That's but, so yeah. funny. And and I and that sounds like something you would do. I've totally. I've, I've tried to temper myself, but I can't. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a fake tooth, but I've tried to temper to not be cornball dad or do dad jokes whenever a f- the kids' friends are around. Yeah. I try to be like- You're just put, aware. Put up a good front like, hey, I'm. oh, I like your dad. He's nice. But I always wind up- Because you're being yourself. But that's all it's right. Okay. To be yourself. cornball joke. And you know what? Even if they grimace, they love it. Yeah. They do. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, one of my favorite grandfather moments, because I think about him, and I haven't thought about this memory in a long time, although I think both of you know this. When we were little, my grandfather was that do-it-yourselfer. He made anything, and mm-hmm. he took a cardboard box that a refrigerator came in one time. Mm, those are the best. And he tied a rope to it in a piece of wood mm. and flattened it out wide open and 
Hooked it up to the, to the back of the riding lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, that is the kind now, of country stuff we did. And Mr. Safety was born. But let me explain that you know the blade wasn't running, obviously. <laughs> it was just the mower moving. But he would just slowly take us around the backyard, and that thing would drag along, and it was fun. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, were the five, best. six years old. But yeah. It, yeah. It's, but you see, it stuck with me all these years. I love that. My grandfather made a um, fort for us out of a refrigerator box, but yeah. we... We're inside for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We lo- those things don't hold up in the rain very well either. Join us for the After the Show podcast where we hang out a little bit longer um, and anything goes. Yeah, Download a- the podcast and you'll get the After the Show podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about dealing with grief. No, nah, just kidding. Uh, kind well, of. Kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah, or, or why me and my mom couldn't quit laughing the day my dad died. Mm, after the show today.